Okay, now we're live, and now we're back, and now my mic likes me, and everything's fine, and Streamlabs doesn't hate me, and now we're good. Yay. And the world goes bongo, bongo. Bongo, bongo. <clears throat> what was the last time we recorded was, what, the 7th? Oh my god, it was last week. Look at us, two weeks in a row. Look at us go. We're so... It's because we switched schedule. Yeah, I really like this, um, the weekend time. I like it a lot. Are you having audio issues? Question is. <laughs> You're connected hmm. to here, right? I don't want you to connect. Me? No, uh, Ru. Popped out headphones or something. Mine just cracked the fucking plat. Like, thank I don't think like anything like important broke, but there's like a crack mm. up here at the top. And I gotta be careful not to like <clears throat> bend it too much. I'm looking at buying some serious new hardware. Yes. Need a laptop. Um, well, I I guess I could buy a laptop. I don't... Honestly, um, a laptop's a big issue for me because they break so easy. What do you mean? They just... Laptops don't have longevity. They break like a motherfucker. Mm. Could you get yourself a little tower, maybe, and, like, hooked up to your TV? I'm I'm going to look into it. I'm still thinking. What I was talking about getting some serious hardware was getting some Audio-Technica Bluetooth headphones that maybe have a built-in mic, depending on how what model I go for. And Audio-Technica is some serious shit that I was recommended by an audio engineer that I work with in the film industry. So Are they expensive? This Sounds expensive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're like they'd be like um a few hundred dollars for sure. Although yeah. I don't know if Audio-Technica does ones with microphones in them. It was just for audio engineering purposes he recommended mm. them, right? Audio is such a tricky medium to work with because like Balancing the volume of everything is it so really difficult, is. and like, and like, I, like I notice it when I watch shows on like different apps, or even even you could watch like different shows on the same app. But like, whoever is the I don't know, the audio engineers that are balancing that audio, like, I just I don't know because maybe it's being played on so many different types of devices that it, there's just no yeah. way to balance it perfectly. Because some some shows, I'm like, oh my god, I got to turn this shit up to like fucking eighty. You know, mm. and then uh, we out. just lost Rue. Uh, I think we're good. I think they just have to restart Discord or something like that. Um, for a second, I thought you straight up lifted up a trash can. <laughs> for a second, like ever, like a really quick glance that looked like a fucking trash Not can. That was amazing. Garbage juice. Garbage juice. <laughs> Gross. Full of water. Water, I'm assuming. Or just like a giant thing of coffee. Oh, no, vodka. That's <laughs> vodka. <laughs> <laughs> I 
But yeah, like when you're like, oh, I don't know, like audio balancing is just like the hardest thing to do. And even on this, like I, I hope that like when people listen to it, like it's not too quiet or it's not too loud because I try my best when I'm putting it together, but I don't know what it sounds like for y'all <laughs> when y'all listen not to it. Not too hot, not too cold. Right. So, how the fuck's everybody been? <clears throat> I've been. Um, I'm actually pretty, pretty on track with Pagan Pride this year. Like, it's not, um, beating me up as much as it did last year. Last year was really stressful. I don't know. Maybe it's because, like, our year back, like, post-COVID, because we did, like, the, um, the virtual event in 2020, which was actually more work to put together. Actually, that was more stressful than just putting together, like, the in-person event. But, um, we're, like, on track. Like, I just have to... Really today, I just have to look through like the final stuff. We'll get our event program together. We just got to print out some things, but everything is like all the pieces are are together, which is very very good. So I'm very excited nice. about that. Um, podcast wise, I guess there's a little housekeeping update. So I realized so like we were like recording, and then I would export the so like we were doing you know obviously the live stream. So whoever tuned in for the live stream obviously was able to like see the episode. Um, but so what I did was, is like, I was just sending them over to YouTube and exporting them over to YouTube in the hopes that like, I would remember to schedule them per week and blah, 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 blah. And I did not remember to schedule all those episodes per week. So what I have just done, I actually just finished it up before we got onto this call was that I have episodes, what was it, 80 through 85 are now all available to, for everyone to like listen to. I figured since we do this live stream, basically what basically we could just we can stay current now. You know what I mean? Now that we have uh, Mm -hmm. the live stream every week, so we can stay pretty current. My goal is after right after we finish a recording session, I'm just going to um, export it to YouTube and just kind of like make up the next episode, like right after we record. That way, I don't forget, and it just kind of stays there, and then I get distracted with a million other things, and that way we can try and stay current, but. Um, I'll make up some social media posts so everyone knows that those episodes there. One of the episodes actually already has two downloads. Like, I just put it up today. <laughs> I was like, I see you. <sighs> I also got to follow allowed- up with Fish about the, the Wards episode. I got to follow up with her again and be like, hey, does this have your uh, stamp of approval? Loaded. I'm here. Yeah. You're back. Oh my fucking god. What happened? I just, I realized I don't have to be choking myself anymore because I installed a Bluetooth adapter inside my fucking PC. Oh, right, right, right. You don't have to have, you don't <laughs> need to be tethered. Me problems because I was trying, yeah, I've been tethered yeah. this whole fucking time and I hate it. <laughs> and now I'm not tethered. Look at me. We. So what's new with everybody, hey? Ooh. Oh, I got a new baby that I couldn't wait to show off to you, Sophia, because so my I. Look, grateful it's a big son... Knife. <laughs> Ooh, I have, it's a knife! I have stuff a to knife. show, too, no! after you. Yeah. It's, a big, it's a big throwing knife, so it's balanced perfectly. I love so that. So I can spin it right there. Da, 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 da. Is it's that a bong? New bong. <laughs> new bong. It's my new I baby. also got a tomahawk. <laughs> nice. I wait straight for it, up wait almost. For it. I also got a karambit. Ooh. <laughs> nice. Straight up almost on. bought a tomahawk when I was at the gun show, and that's where I bought. I, I didn't wind up with the tomahawk, but did wind up with the 
the really nice Bowie knife, hunting knife for for Jay. <laughs> yeah, that knife is. It's just thanks, barely thanks, legal size for me. <laughs> Actually, I want. I'm gonna scoot over here for a second. He's gone. <laughs> no, Jay. Let's Where not set my gone? signs on fire. Not do that. Well, so he will be forever missed. We went to um, my, my grandpa's been in a, a, a like a rehab facility. He's got like a foot wound that he's getting all healed up and stuff. So we went to go visit him in the rehab facility, and then right across the bridge was this antique flea market that we like to go check out. And we got where our statue of Iris was acquired. Yes, it is well. where we first got our statue of Iris. So this lady was selling these. Railroad spikes. Railroad spikes. They're Amtrak, yeah. by the way. Read the back. Yeah. Um, Railroad collection was from. Railroad collection was from Pennsylvania, Berlin Junction, Adams County, PA, served by Western Maryland Railroad. So these are railroad ties from Berlin Junction. They had a set of four, Damn. and they were like mounted like on this nice thing, and she's only charging ten bucks. So I was like, let me take those off your hands. Yeah, everyone uh, needs some spare railroad ties. They are super, super good to have. Uh, and then she had some cool spare ones. We don't know where they were from. Um, so she's selling them for like $4 a piece. So really, all in all, like, well, we got six railroad ties for... And then she only charged us 16 bucks, which was what's up. So I was like, all right. Yeah, it's pretty affordable for some good shit. Yeah, it's funny there because like you're like you're like the people there are not like occultist, you know what I mean? But like they're selling all this old trinket, like antique shit that you're like, mm, you know, I'm gonna use this. And then yeah, you I can got... tell they're not an occultist because they sold the fucking railroad tie for four dollars. You know how much occultists right. will charge you for that shit? Exactly. <laughs> Actually, how much? How much are they? And like, if you walked into fucking... like like. Like your local shop, like do they sell them? Like 20 bucks a piece for some people. Probably really? 10 15 at least. 10 15 yeah. yeah. No, because they're all out. And then we got these, like, uh, little decorative um, iron things. This one's a uh, pentagram right here. So this looked pretty cool. These are only, these are only three bucks a piece. And then there's this other one here that has, like, eight different circles on it. So I was going to do some kind of work with this. Um, you know, it represents, like, eight of the... Uh, each of the sabbats so i'm gonna do some kind of wheel of the year thing with that but overall a very good haul at uh this flea market i got some other shit i'll get up in a second and show you mm. coyote teeth uh coyote tail uh fox claws coyote claws oh where'd you pick so, those up at i don't know if you want to see all that um a shop that sells stuff from from animals they've hunted in canada Mm. Nice. Yep. That's what's so up. So you can get that good coyote archetype shit. Alright, give me a second. It's like show I'm and tell. I'll show you the tail because the rest is actually I'll show you the tail and the teeth because the rest is pretty small. So I've had coyote teeth before. Um yeah. these are some pretty big ones. Ooh, those and are that's big. The tail. Oh jeez. Yeah, and that's the tail. 
That's awesome. So these are actual canine teeth from the coyote, not just like like little tiny little teeth. Fucking yeah, because all of them are pointy and they got mm-hmm. multiple teeth per per mouth, like we do. You know? That's what's up. So yeah, buying random shit for my fun times, doing magic. What else? Oh, so yeah, so I'm I'm my current art project is I made all these constellations for the um, scavenger hunt for Pagan Pride this year. Um, I'm really proud mm-hmm. of myself, and I found an awesome um, little prize to give away for the kids. We got these uh, like these little charm, like little silver medallions. Zodiac medallions. Z- Zodiac medallions that have each of the Zodiacs on them, and then they have a word on the back that embodies, like, obviously the spirit of whoever that Zodiac is. So I came up with 12 riddles, and I have to reach out to I'm going to handpick 12 of our vendors and then we're going to post these signs at their booths and uh, we'll start the kids off like with, I think I'm probably just going to start with Aries. Like I'm going to go in the order that yeah, I pulled from the, the internet. <laughs> Aries is first ending yeah. with Pisces. Um, and uh, yeah, so we are completely full on vendors for this year. We still have people like reaching out, which is just absolutely amazing. Um, it's crazy, but you and, know what? Uh, I feel like everyone waits till last minute, though. Like they see oh, that, like, <laughs> like as soon as we put up the post that we were like, vendors are full. We're we are full. no longer accepting applications. <laughs> everyone was like, "Are you still accepting applications?" I swear. I, I was swear like, "No, nah, dude." Like they're just looking not. for their personal exemption. It, right, you know, and I'm like, no, it's like, we're not. We have a limited amount of spots. And then they're like, do you have a wait list? I'm like, that's so complicated to manage, so no, we don't. <laughs> Events only two, three weeks away, like, yeah. and the people who have signed up have been, some of the people who we signed up, it's actually our 10th um, year anniversary this year, and some of the people, Ooh. some of the vendors that we have have been with us for 10 years, um, uh, which is just amazing, and uh we brought on the social uh, Benny as our social media coordinator. And I'm just so excited for the event this year because it's uh, one of our posts got seen by over a thousand people on Facebook. Like the fact that like a pagan single day event Mm -hmm. garnered that much attention is just. (laughs) I'm excited for it this year. And I don't feel as stressed as I did like good i'm like actually excited for it instead of being like oh shit what is this gonna be like you know (laughs) yeah well best of luck to the philly pagan pride team (laughs) you know it's really hard to it's really hard to find people that pppt sorry no you're absolutely fine it's so difficult like how many p's yeah, because you, like, you can't do like because you can't do like PPD because that's Philadelphia Police Department, so you can't do exactly. that. Exactly. So we're it's PPD. Gonna, it's <laughs> police, a cab, bitches. Seriously, fuck them, Those police. Fuckers. Oh my god, seriously. My coworker was just telling me a story on on Friday or Thursday. Um, was just telling us uh, this was technically in Maryland, but tri-state area whatever um ocean city maryland cops booked him when he was 16 years old for having an an empty beer can that he tossed on the street um he was smart he pled guilty in the whole nine yards but they beat the shit out of him they like tackled him to the ground because he tossed a beer can and beat the shit out of him and he was a white boy (laughs) like he's 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 your atypical suburban like 
and they were just going around basically rounding everybody up and uh he was arrested um with a young um african-american fellow um who felt that it was a smart idea to tell the cops that his gucci outfit and his gucci belt was worth more than the cop's life and so that fine gentleman didn't make the night (laughs) (laughs) but cops are great right yes reinforcing (laughs) that a cab just uh, Just want everyone I ran across an article, as one does, on the interweb, on the, on the interwebs, right? The Wild West that is the interwebs, on Politico.com. I don't know if Politico... Is Politico, Politico... Are they a good... Like, I yes. really don't know. Are they reputable? In my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, However much that's worth. <laughs> someone on the Supreme Court, Alito, or maybe um, Barrett... Uh, Fuck her name it. Yeah, it was Alito. Yeah. Drafted an opinion um saying that uh basically that the United States is a Christian nation and should be henceforth. Yeah. <laughs> never has, yeah. never will be. Get used to it. Suck it suck it chode. Yeah. So I mean and you know, I was just kinda like sitting with that, you know, like just reading this article and sitting with the implication. I was like, could like if they did, like the Supreme Court just says, nope, if you're not Christian, that's it. We don't like you. Fuck you. Convert or die. You know, whatever the case would be. Crusades 3.0. I just, they like, couldn't because they don't have that kind of power. I just, but I just imagine, I was like, like every like Muslim person, Jewish person, you know, like, Every everyone who is not Christian would just be like, "The fuck, really?" Like, I don't know. I think that might be the thing that sets people off. If if that you know ever came to pass, I mean, not that I'm trying to like manifest that and make that happen. They but just don't I just... have that much power. They don't. They don't have like the ability to field legislation that could do that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they are in their abilities to do. Just like um, <laughs> Trump couldn't have declassified the documents. Oh, you thought we were in Oh, those boxes that, that they found at his fucking house? <laughs> There's no way he could have declassified those because that's not how it works. See, here's the interesting thing that I sort of like read into that, like about the timeline of the events. So the FBI, like they had the warrant and it was very quiet. They did not publicly announce, like the FBI did not publicly announce that they were going. Of course, going... you can't publicly announce that you're going to go and take above talk or top secret right. talk documents back. Right. You just can't. <laughs> right. You can't do that. So, but it was Trump that like went on public forum, like some social media or whatever press statement and was like, they're illegally raiding my house unjustly, ra-, whatever the fuck he said, you know, like. Should have just blah, pleaded the fifth. Yeah, well, he did that after the fact, I think, right? He did. He did. He did it after the fact. He did. Some of the he, things he, he admitted the, to he, he was the crime. The and, he pled the fifth when the fifth was not applicable. <laughs> the fucking dumbass. Yeah, he's a. Uh, he's going to go down. You okay? You want to know what the actual charges I've heard that they're aiming to put down are? Yeah, and I it's would way love more to. serious than the media is talking about. Espionage. Mm-hmm. Oh right. What's the death penalty, bro? Because I read something about that. There's a movement within the GOP to have the Espionage Act 
like redacted or yes yeah because of this i don't <laughs> get it <laughs> like what kind of fucking they're is just this authoritarians point like this is this is actually like but her this emails is not a fiction podcast people this is not we don't make this isn't world of the words worlds where we're making up a funny story because right. ha 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 no the president of the former president of the goddamn united states kept classified documents in his golf house in florida and tried to flush them down a toilet <laughs> right next to a fucking pool no less <laughs> the fuck it's and these like are like big laughable in a dark like, way. Like, like, like this is the type of shit spy movies get made about. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> like, exactly. You, we don't even. These documents are so above top secret that, or not above, but so top secret that, like, the people who are saying, "If I did this, I'd be in jail right now." No, you'd be you'd in be dead. Fucking, you'd be dead and buried and in the like, ground. They'd be six feet under. They'd be showing your family where your plot is sort of thing right mm -hmm. like we're talking big deal like he did this. nuclear like information nuclear nuclear arsenal shit yeah yeah is included in this information that he but her emails i know i always go back to that like during the whole Lock trump hillary right yeah but her emails private server when y'all just delete texts and emails like Brandon. it's fucking going out of style <laughs> You know, my, it was funny. My dad was straight up like my dad was telling me that he was watching that NASCAR race where the Let's Go Brandon chant started. <laughs> like he was watching it on TV and he was like, he was like, you could definitely tell that they were chanting fuck Joe Biden. Like you could absolutely tell that that's what they were chanting. But the announcer just could not. Like, that's what the announcer lied and came up with, because you can't just say, oh, yeah, they're saying, fuck Joe Biden. You know, you can't just say that on national television. <laughs> so <laughs> he just made it up. So major props to the NASCAR announcer that came up with that extremely marketable tagline. <laughs> he's probably Have pissed he's not making any money off too? it. Like the liberal joke that they make about, like, how the the right think that um biden's like this all powerful liberal authoritarian who will stop at nothing to make things progressive when he's like centrist at best he's and the real funny republican thing is they call it dark brandon <laughs> dark as brandon. a joke to make fun of the right-wing people like it's so fucking funny um dark brandon's coming to give the queers near you rights you better watch <laughs> out he's gonna save the climate and shut down corporate greed <laughs> I have to just... look up. There is this billboard on a highway around here. Um, oh my god. Uh... Yo, speaking, speaking of smashing the patriarchy, smashing capitalism and all that, we're going to a Bernie rally next week. Oh wait. I, I have more knives I forgot to show you. Baby. Oh, look at these. I got little throwing knives too. Cute. What the oh, hell is the name of that billboard? What was it like people for sanity? Fuck was it's it? Just karambit. Look at this shit. That's nice. Oh, that is nice. Yeah, it was. It was people for sanity. Yeah, but that's not coming. God. HFS humans for sanity. Oh, it was is that it? sanity first initiative. No, I'm just. I'm no. just saying. Shit. <laughs> 
Uh, no, but straight up, there's a billboard like on 95 right by our Citizens office. for Sanity. That's it. Yes. So. Eagle Claw! I don't <laughs> understand the point of this billboard. I'm not really, like, getting it. So. It was, was it? open our borders, open our prisons. Yes. That was the one. It was all valid. <laughs> the world that the conservatives think the liberals want, we all look at them and go, yeah, that's pretty based. <laughs> oh, right. Citizens for uh -huh. Sanity. So that's the group. But the thing is, is I can't uh -huh. find any information about this group, so I really don't know who they are. But the billboard um, that I found a picture of was violent criminals deserve our compassion and respect. This fall, stand strong for progressive values. And that's all it is. It's just white text on a black billboard. That's all it says. And it says, paid for, by, paid for by citizens for sanity. And then there's like a phone number, it looks like. We should call the number. Call it right now. <laughs> and everyone in Philly <clears throat> is losing their goddamn fucking mind about it because they're like, "What the fuck? Prisoners? Oh my god!" I'm just like, it's just, it's just drivel. <laughs> it's liberal propaganda. Like I don't, I just, I don't understand. And then I hate when people are like, "Oh, liberal this, liberal that." Like I am neither of you, motherfuckers. Like I don't know what else to say. Like I'm not centrist. Like I just, I just want. A world in which I don't have to struggle to exist. That's it. And I want other people to not have to struggle to exist. And that's really all I want. And Such if, a hot take. If that's like being liberal or progressive or... I don't even know. I don't know. I'm just a fucking person. Let's, let's make the human party. Well, did you hear how... <laughs> did you hear how they're boycotting Cracker Barrel and why now? Why? Because they offered a non-meat sausage alternative for those who want it. Oh my god. So, in their eyes, this is Cracker Barrel going woke, right? And I'm quoting <laughs> Bo of the Fifth Column for the millionth time on this channel. Because he laid it out perfectly, right? Because this shows exactly what the anti-woke, for those who are only listening, I use scare quotes to show you that I don't actually agree with that. Um, the whole anti-woke thing is actually just pro-authoritarian, right? Because to them, offering somebody else choice is woke, right? So they're anti-freedom is what it is. They don't care about what they can do. They care about what you can't do and what they can tell you to do. And right. they really care about everybody's sausage. You notice that? Like, they're not okay with paying attention to their own sausage. They got to tell you what kind of sausage you can and can't have, too. Mm -hmm. And essentially, they're the party of control and authoritarianism in a fucking nutshell. But they don't see it that way? Like, that's, that's what I don't understand. They don't they're see it that They're unself-aware. Also, like, I was reading another thing, too, about how a lot of, like, boomers straight up have lead poisoning because like a lot of gas was straight leaded up. back in the day and they have like lead solder in a lot of the food until like until the mid or like early 1990s every bit of canned food had lead solder in it right so a really? lot of boomers have been exposed yes to higher fucking vastly higher lead concentrations than other generations right because it was 
phased in at a certain point and then phased out. So a lot of them, now that they've gotten old, have accumulated a certain level of lead poisoning, which leads to a lot of the mental issues that you we constantly have with boomers you know like their Mm -hmm. inability to accept that they've aged their inability to like critically actually i'm not going to like sit here and list off lead poisoning characteristics as if i know you'd have to go look it up but um Mm -hmm. we can we can try and look it up to put it into the show notes but that was what i was reading is that um part of the crazy mental degradation that we're seeing and like a lot of the insanity that's going on in the world with the generations a little bit older than us and their inability to accept reality as it is is also tied to lead poisoning potentially (laughs) which makes sense if you ask me 100 percent I wonder what sort of oh what was the one article we who the fuck is CVS <laughs> I do not understand pharmacies. It's like yeah. do not auto refill my shit. Okay. So I go in the app and I try and say, no, don't refill, don't auto refill, don't auto refill. And then say, Oh, we, we don't we don't understand what you want. What do you mean you don't understand what I want? I just want you to not auto-refill my drugs. And then they call me. Oh, we have your drugs. I'm like, I don't need them. I'm not picking them up. I'm not buying drugs that I don't need. Not doing it. Yep. Meanwhile, I can't get the drugs that I actually need and have needed for the past three fucking years. Yes, because the doctor just closed. (laughs) (coughs) Yeah. You want another random thing that I had to buy for work? Hmm. What is that? That's random. Looks like a light. It's a 90 degree light, actually. Um, so the way it works is it's a clip light, so you can put it onto stuff like this mm-hmm. so that you can hands-free like that. Right. I have it set on infrared because it goes on infrared. Can't see Ooh. it. It goes green, green for low light. There's full light. And then it also has a blue light setting, too. Oh, cool. So it's high use and pretty cool. So I got a really good flashlight. Always gotta have a good. They make flashlights so good now. Like flashlights used to really suck for a long time. Like now, thanks to LEDs, mm-hmm. like flashlight technology is uh is at its peak right now. <laughs> what inspired me to get it too is like I was at work and I was in a very dark environment, and like where we were filming kind of looked like a Resident Evil scene. I'm not kidding. There was like Lol. this creepy wood bridge and like a bunch of water, and I can't go into too much detail, but it was spooky as all shit. And sometimes I'd need to go in there to open up early in the morning when it's like pitch blackout still, right? And so mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? If I'm going into Resident Evil shit, I better have some Resident Evil gear on me just in case shit happens. So then you I bought an arsenal of <laughs> so you bought an arsenal of weapons and a flashlight. <laughs> well, I mean, I haven't bought an arsenal of weapons. I just bought a tomahawk, a karambit, and several throwing knives and a flashlight. But um. <laughs> I, I had the tomahawk before and I actually wanted it because it's a really good tool. Mm-hmm. You can use the pick on the backside for digging. It's actually, um, in my experience, what I use this for is an excavation hatchet, which not a lot of people really understand, but it's actually marketed as that on the package as well, because that pick right there is able to actually like split rocks uh, of a certain quality or pull other rocks out of the ground because you can grip an angle on it. Mm. I, I've used um, one of those as one of my favorite tools in construction and it was so good that it got stolen on me on a job site (laughs) you know i wanted to ask 
<clears throat> for ritual tools, right? Like th mm -hmm. things that you normally use in ritual or spell work, like a knife, for example. Now I know, like, like growing up, like I grew up in a like, um, like a lot of the books I was reading was like they're Wiccan, and so in a lot of those books they were saying like the knife is purely ceremonial. Like you don't actually, you don't actually physically cut anything with the knife. It's just ceremonial. But, like, as I've developed and I've gotten older and just developed in my practice, like, for me, like, a knife is a knife is a knife. You know what I mean? The knife, I could, you know, I'll, I'll cut, I'll physically cut things with it. So, like, I was wondering about you, like, do you have separate knives that, like, you just won't cut things with and they're just purely, like, symbolic or ceremonial? I'm sure I've shown you this one before. But it's specifically an afame. Mm hmm Like, if you check it's got like the moons on it and mm -hmm. it's like handmade and leather wrapped and like leather sheath that one was 15 dollars at a <clears throat> what's it called salvation army although mm -hmm. i hate the salvation army it was yeah. at a three-way crossroads and i was uh getting nudged to go inside and inside i found an athame with three moons on it and i know that shit's all dedicated to hecate so i was just like okay thank you and i bought it yeah it was it was 15 dollars. what am i gonna say no to a fucking 15 dollar athame yeah exactly. it's like what we we're getting at if somebody actually knew the value of that there's no way they're gonna be charging you 15 dollars for a fucking handmade athame mm -hmm. that shit's worth at least like 100 200 dollars mm-hmm Depending. Yo, shout out okay. to Hecate. We finished watching Sandman. Mm. That's that is a show that all the occultists mm -hmm. have been talking about, and and I'm glad that we sat down and we watched it because bless. <laughs> very queer friendly. Very very queer queer friendly. I like that a lot. I don't believe I've seen it. It's on. It yeah, it just came out just on Netflix. What's it called? The Sandman. It's an adaptation of Neil Gaiman's Sandman series. Oh, I've heard of that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's really good. I mean, I don't say it really gets into like, well, I mean, Neil Gaiman's an occultist. So like, actually watching Sandman has made me realize there's something that like, something that I really need to incorporate more into like my practice overall. So like, Yes, I love reading witchcraft books about like theory and practice and you know this and that or whatever the case is, history, like anything nonfiction, sure. I love to read and I love to learn. But also at the same time, like a lot of my interest in magic came from fiction. You know what I mean? Whether that was Harry Potter or it was even Star Wars, because I love the concept of the force, you know, like I was really obsessed with that. Um and like a lot of my I guess my belief in magic came from fiction. Not to say that I believe everything that I read is real, but it just sort of like formed the way that I perceive magic and the way that I work with it. <clears throat> and like watching um Sandman series, like it kind of just like it rejuvenated me. It made me start to think about things more. You know, it made me think about, you know, I guess like the fact that like you really do live on after death or that, you know, your dreams are not just things made up by your brain. Like it really is like its own separate experience. It's its own separate thing that you experience and you live through. It's like, how can you say your dreams aren't real? It's just an alternate reality, you know, like what is real. So like, it really makes you think about the concepts of like, what is reality and stuff like that. And, um, 
that really ties a lot into magic and the occult work because the lines between reality, you know, realities, I guess, get blurred very often. And it's been like, it's been inspiring for me to, uh, to be watching that series. <coughs> Almost like reignited like an interest in, not like an interest, but like my belief. Sometimes that's something I always struggle with is like the belief in my own magic and my power. That's been really nice mm-hmm. watching that show. Yeah, anything that helps you reconnect like that is always really wonderful to touch into. And so that's kind of like the beauty of art, right? It's like a way of almost encoding a moment or a feeling or an experience you can pass on to other people, right? Mm-hmm. That's weird too. Exactly. Like at the um at the flea market that we were at, there was so much art that I wanted to buy. I didn't have any, you know, purchase anything, but like there was just so much art that I really wanted to purchase, and that's not normally something that I go for. Like, normally, like, I want to, like, pick up a thing that I can use or, like, whatever. I don't normally, like, excuse me, I don't normally, like, go for things that, like, I just display. Um, I don't know, it's just something I kind of noticed. I was like, hmm, I really do just want to pick up some art and just kind of, like, I don't know, like, make my house a little more... Like, change the aesthetic of my house a little bit. Like, decorate it. Like, I can't exactly do big renovations because, like, you know, this is an old house and we plan to leave anyway and it'll be sold after we're done living here. But you know, I was thinking, like, aesthetic and just, like, your environment plays such a big role in your magic and what you're doing magically. So I was just, uh, upon notice, I was like, hmm, maybe I should get to the dollar store, though, and buy some uh, cheaper, <laughs> nice things to put up. Never underestimate the power of the dollar store for anything. Seriously, though. I mean, <laughs> hang on. Especially in this economy. My God. In this? My dollar store bath candles. Yes, exactly. Nice. Five candles, fuck 25, which is like $1 American. Mm. Yeah, no, seriously. Yeah, in, in good old USA, US of A, where our dollar stores aren't even dollars. Oh, yeah, our dollar stores aren't dollar stores. <laughs> there is, I will say, there is dollar zone. They carry items that are over a dollar, but the majority of the things in the store are a dollar. But yeah, there are no dollar tree is a dollar twenty five. I, and honestly, I, it was I, never a dollar to begin with because you have to pay fucking tax. And our tax in Philadelphia is eight fucking percent. So that's eight cents. So it was never a dollar in the first place. Oh, yeah. Is sales they tax is sales tax included in your prices over there where you're at? No, it's caked on. So it's caked yeah, on when you. They, they follow us. It's really over more over in Europe and like Australia that they. Well, see, like sales. here, it depends on. The- because like in delaware like on a different state well, like they don't have no sales tax that's the yeah. thing like in europe they will include i think most european how does that even work does like a state just decide like we're just not going to observe sales tax that they just make up they just make up for it in a different way it's just instead of sales tax they um in Delaware's case, really the only states that don't do it anymore is Delaware and Ohio, and I believe they get it back from, like, it's like government money, because Delaware's right next to D.C., so a lot of mm. government officials live in Delaware, so. They get that money. I don't know. Hmm? 
So they get that they get money. money some way. This Everyone was... gets their money except us. <laughs> Literally, PA has like two thousand dollars stimulus. Like we just read this article, like has two thousand dollars stimulus checks already, fucking just just ready to go for all of the PA residents and our geo, like our state and our house is like no. But it doesn't People make sense to me because under the Trump presidency, we all received. 2000 well not all but you know, whatever many people received two thousand dollar stimulus or stimulus checks under trump mm -hmm. we received so much quote yep. assistance i'm really curious because we are getting to the end of august <clears throat> and that is when the student loan um freeze or whatever is he still ended. hasn't made a goddamn fucking decision on that like i have a feeling that on august 31st bro. he's gonna be like jokes on y'all pay up <laughs> We have to cool. send money you to can't everyone get else. Blood from a fucking stone. Bro. <laughs> I know. Like... I'll be like, ooh, get in line. <laughs> Goddamn. Pay back your loans. Mmm. Maybe. <laughs> What's in it for me? <laughs> you got a college degree. I'm so glad I. I'm so glad I never got caught in that trap. I, mean, I am. It, yeah. It's it's held me back in certain ways, and mm -hmm. a lot of people will lord their education over me, but like. It's not worth it. It's I'm absolutely not, not fucking worth it. Yeah, I don't have student loan debt. Yeah, it's kind of like it, unless you um, I say like unless you know that you're going into a field that will require degrees, like Scott, for example, like going into psychology, like you need the fucking degrees. Like there's no way around it. You need the degrees to be a psychologist or therapist. Yeah, but that's the thing. Psychologists don't pay enough to justify the degrees. Agreed. Agreed. But that's what I'm saying. The only reason that anyone should get roped into the whole higher education thing is if you absolutely need a fucking degree to Fuck, do the thing that you want to do. You can be a teacher now without a goddamn degree, so there goes uh, my first three years of college. <laughs> yo, I heard about that in Texas. They're just letting the fuck any... So college students... College students can just walk into a Texas school and... No licensing, no degrees... I don't even know if they're doing child abuse clearance checks. If they're fingerprinting. They have to. They have to. Do they have to? Yes, they do. They do. It is still a requirement. That is the only <sighs> requirement. It is federal law. You cannot be a teacher without your fingerprints. And a So, like, imagine, like, all right, so I'm going to go down to Texas. I'm going to be a teacher. All right? And I'm going to be like, listen, capitalism is bullshit. <laughs> I'm going to be an economics <laughs> teacher. <laughs> What's your specialty? Economics? <laughs> Fuck this shit, let's start a riot. <laughs> oh my god. No, I'd be the communications No, I could not teach school. I have way too high standards. I'd be like, listen, y'all don't know what's going on. No. I'm... You need a comma there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm terrible. Yeah. I couldn't imagine teaching a class. I mean, I don't even know like if those kids would even like care. Having some random kind of person walk in their class and be like, Teacher, I don't know shit about shit, but we'll figure it out together, guys. <laughs> I think it takes a very specific type of person. Like, I the good teachers that you have always stick with you, if you remember, right? Mm -hmm. And also kind of so do the shitty ones, too. And that's what makes it tough, right? So, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't want to say too much about it because, like, 
it, it's always been something that I looked at and said, fuck no, I want to get the fuck out of the school system as quick as possible yeah. and never come back. Cause it was a total nightmare for me. Right. Yeah. To, for, for a kid who is bullied incessantly and like somebody who's also trans and wanted to come out, there's no way that you can like have a good school experience in like the early nineties or sorry, late 90s, early 2000s, right? So I just wanted to get the fuck out. And of course I did. So yeah, yeah. I have respect for the good teachers. And I think the city shitty teachers should do some self-examination because it seems like they just like having power over people. But that's just my hot take. There are some teachers like that. Like I've had some really good teachers and I've had some really shitty teachers. And I feel like that's kind of everyone's sort of school experience, right? You have some good ones, you have some bad mm-hmm. ones. But it does really depend on what school system you're in and what school you're in. You know what I mean? Like if you are in an area where there's not a lot of money coming into that area, your school's not going to be great. And the odds of and the odds of you having a decent school experience, especially if you are queer or other in some kind of way, is not likely. Especially at the time that we were in school. Now I would hope that it's maybe a little bit more feasible to have apparently it's different depending on where you go yeah that's what i've heard from people like like i've talked to younger generation trans people out here who've said that they've gone to schools that have like really high ratios of queer kids because it's like an art school so Mm -hmm. it's like more of a haven for them Mm -hmm. so i guess that things have kind of changed a little bit i don't know I can't never... speak. I can't speak to the experiences of the youth. I and myself am quite old, at turning thirty-three. Elder status. No, I'm not an elder. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, I still got like nine months. I'm only. I'm only. Well, it's I'm difficult like, yeah, being a millennial because I don't know about you guys, but like, <clears throat> I know I like I know factually that I'm in my thirties. 31 uh-huh. am i <laughs> am i no, i factually know like yeah i've been alive 31 years you know sing bong whatever but i don't feel like i am i feel a lot younger it's because we've been consistently denied adulthood by the generation above us yeah hello like i'm just now like starting to get like my dad was here visiting um taking care of some things with my grandfather and like he actually like would kind of respect the fact that i was working it depended on whether he was freaking out about something or not but um i don't know it was it was weird like i was able to like set boundaries like when we recorded the last time because on the set last last week he was still yeah he was here yeah and i was like listen between the hours of one and three (laughs) not be here because I'm going to be, you know, recording this podcast, and if you walk in the door, your fucking face is going to be streamed to the fucking internet. And I know you're all weird about <laughs> Our, that. So front like, door's right there. <laughs> yeah, it's right behind Rue. So you That's know, why I blur this. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm like, so you want to? And it was really nice. He directed that, and I was like, wow, progress. Progress. <laughs> Wild. It's because you got a side hustle. I guess. Yeah, he still has no clue. He's like, what are you doing? A pod? A what? I'm like, oh, never mind. Like, I, I met a, um, an, well, I wouldn't say boomer, but an older person one time. When I told them that I was on a podcast, 
her her response was, "So how much does that make you?" I was like, "Uh, what?" It makes me what? hopes and dreams. <laughs> I get paid an exposure. It makes me happy. I get to talk to people. Right. I get to hopefully help some people. I know that's like another that's thing too. Like for anyone listening, we have not made a single dollar, dime, penny off of this podcast. We are. It is still not profitable or do we even really gain social clout no not really no we just get what's that we've uh, we really haven't had like we just have weirdos that like try and come after us because they're attached to other people associated to the podcast like that's the kind of shit that we get we just get people's personal beef that they try to deflect onto the podcast to which it's just or like we get a lot of spam comments that's like yeah. promoted on blank. Yeah, promoted on insert relative like insert related community here. It happens with the Pagan Pride account too. Every time we post something like to social media, it's like promoted on pagans, promoted on magical community, promoted on no. Who are you? Not gonna lie, all though, bots. I, I kinda love that we're small because like after having seen what fame does to people, not in like the it going to their head, but like what the the fame industry looks like and how much it like plums every depth of your life to try and make content out of it, it's it's terrifying. Like look at the tabloids when you go to checkout at the superstore, right? Shit's horrific. Ignore those. No, but if you and, look and, at what it is, yeah, they they scope these people out. And like take photos of them whenever they leave their home, and they're oh, not paparazzi shit or whatever. Is... Yeah, yeah, it's a it's absurdly intrusive, and violating, and like that's a huge part of the reason. Not just tabloids, but like how the bigger you get, the more people are going to want to tear you down. And I'm not somebody who really wants to be torn down. I'm just out here trying to make things better. You know, mm-hmm. I I highly I highly doubt that this. <laughs> This podcast or any occult leader. Oh, you never know. Well, it's attract not paparazzi. Like Amy Blackthorn or like <laughs> or like Diana Paxson are beating away paparazzi, and like this is their. We just we just want to make it our living. We just I don't want to be an accountant. He doesn't want to work in real estate. <laughs> that is not our dreams that is not our passions and like could you imagine though like being a popular like occultist i just i literally like you're dodging paparazzi away paparazzi with her cane like that's literally the image i have in my head yeah (laughs) just like back i say back on god (laughs) like a fencing duel over in her truck like (laughs) i challenge you to a duel no, oh my god, no. All I do is I... to shame Scott's not here for this one, but I just picture Scott in, like, a cloak. Like, shuffling out of a black you car. You know? <laughs> Underneath the cloak is a thousand bats, you know? <laughs> <clears throat> I do not agree, Not to call though. them out, but they just woke up and they were messaging me. <laughs> oh, no. Well, Good morning, Scott. <laughs> We are almost done though. Like we're at like fifty fifty one minutes. Um but that would be pretty late. No, I don't think anyone would ever get paparazzi. Very extended because Scott jumps jumps in. Right. <laughs> um no, I know they have uh they have D and D later, so they're probably waking up and becoming human and then playing D a couple hours. 
Um, yeah. I but uh, but I do I do hear they what you were say saying from the Facebooks that they will be they they're going to make their best attempt to be here going forward, guys. <laughs> you know, I think Scott is going to get on a great schedule because they're going to be starting school soon, and I think that's going to be awesome exactly. for them. So once you get, like, I find that like. I am a person that works pretty well with having a schedule. I don't know. I don't like when my day is the exact same thing every day because that drives me insane. But I do like to have a certain schedule. Like I wake up around this time. I eat by this time, you know, like starting to do things by this time. I definitely operate better when I have a schedule. When I just have like an open time block, I'm like, what do I do with myself? Mm -hmm. What should I do? Yeah, I hear you. Except, I don't know with me, because I like, when I have open time, it's like, sleep and chores. Oh, you better be doing like... sleep and chores, because you're going to work so fucking much in the week. I know. Uh, I've so been I out think of like... for two weeks, so I've been in like hotels, so I haven't been able to do anything to upkeep on like my personal chores when I'm gone. So right. it's just been tough as fuck, right? Like I can normally clean up a little bit on, cause like you get one day during the week where you're not crushed for coming in early usually. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can usually get a little bit of stuff done that day. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise, if you're just in a hotel, the only thing you can do is go party with your coworkers, right? Right, or like stay in your room and like read or like whatever, you know, you're either like low key in your room or you're just like out like socializing with yeah and like don't get me wrong both are fun but like two weeks of staying out of your house makes it hard to be able to keep up with shit you know so i'm i'm like desperately behind on everything on like chores no i can keep up laundry because it's one of the chores i have to a lot for and with film you don't really keep groceries in the house that are spoilable so you don't really have dishes um i do have like a weekly chore that i do on rotation with my roommates to make sure i'm contributing to the house even though i'm just like gone most of the time um well that's true i mean at least i mean i guess that kind of works out for your roommates too you're here but you're not so like nice but i'm also doing doing a fair share Mm -hmm. i think you're still keeping with I I couldn't imagine, like, you know, just having to be away from home for two weeks at a time. Like, I work from home, and I still struggle with keeping with, like, chores and stuff. Yeah, like, only yeah. recently, like, my work has, like, significantly slowed down, and so I think that's why I'm a little bit better mentally, is because not every single moment, like, I've actually been able to kind of catch up on laundry, and I've kind of been able to, like, yeah. clean my bathroom, you know, just very simple things, and it's very difficult for me to talk to like my mom because growing up, my mom was just a stay at home mom and her whole job was taking care of the kids and taking care of the house. And so everything was just always done and everything was just always like figured out. And so when I talked to her, you know, God, you know, I got to do this. Oh, like, you know, why can't you just do this at this time? Well, because I'm, I'm working at that time, you know, like, he just has no concept of like I don't understand why it's so hard to just take care of the house and keep up with chores and because you don't work full time <laughs> you never did <sighs> and our generation has to work more than full time very mm-hmm. often. Rue was saying that most people you work with have fucking second job. Like I am an accountant at a at 
a company that contracts with Fortune 500 companies. We are part of the S&P 500 in terms of profit. We've only grown over the past two years. Our company's over 50 years old. I make $25 an hour and I'm one of the higher paid, lower entry level people. The majority of their, it's a recruitment company. So obviously all the money goes to sales and recruitment and the back end kind of suffers just a tad. Um, but almost all of my coworkers have second jobs on top of their full-time accounting jobs. And our jobs aren't easy. We're balancing thousands of millions of dollars of transactions every single day, making sure they're accurate, making sure they're being applied to the proper invoices, making sure that we have companies that I have a, I have a client who owes us $20,000 who hasn't paid in over a year or they're on net 30 terms. And I'm responsible for collecting that money from them. And meanwhile, the executive team is going to Greece for three fucking weeks, or they're having, they're having week long parties in Vegas on the company credit card, or they're going to the hookah bar using the company credit card or like, excuse me. See, that's that's why I want my own business, right? So, like, which is betwixt, right? Imagine it. We're doing speaking (laughs) events, right? Like, Mm -hmm. Sophia, you're like, hey, Jay, listen, is it cool if I use the the, uh, which is betwixt credit card? You know, I got to head over to a conference. Sure, put put your Uber ride on there. No big, you know. (laughs) For tax purposes, I probably wouldn't want to take any money from the witches betwixt because... I would have to pay so much and have the most complicated taxes in the world because I also work in film in Canada, right? <clears throat> yes. For, it would for be a nightmare. All, we have typed up the, the, the operate. We have the LLC paperwork and the operating agreement. And, and I was looking <clears throat> into it. You really need a lawyer to, to, to write these things up. And I was just trying to do it on my own. <laughs> um, and <laughs> in order to like, if we were talking like profit sharing and everything like that to include a board member who is from out of state. I don't know if I could I don't even, even it, 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 it would be incredibly difficult. Yeah. I don't, and, I don't think we would have millions of dollars in legal fees. I don't know about that, but I don't think we could be an LLC anymore. I think we would have millions. to, I think we would and have to inc- be an LLC. Yes. I think we would have to incorporate and be a corporation. Yes. And but that's don't worry. If we get to the point where we're making significant money, we'll figure it out. That's what I'm gonna say. But exactly, we'll figure it out. It's um, contracting. So I just, I just think about that. Like I, I saw that, those are the things that I fantasize about. Because like I watch people at the jobs that I have that they're able to just like we're gonna go and do this. And it's like, well, that's very nice for you, you know. Um, and then that's the other thing too. I always fantasize like, like I, I think about like, okay, I'm hiring my first employee. Like I have my shop or whatever. I'm hiring my first employee and. Like, I would just, like, I just want to be able to just, like, ha- have a good work environment for at least one person. You know, even if, if, even if I only have one employee in my whole life, at least I've made that one person's, like, work experience that much better. You know, because mm-hmm. I would be a very fair employee, employer, I believe. Um, But there's so much that goes into it. It's, like, really, co- like, there's so much, like, fantasy into it. You're like, oh, my God, I love this and that, and I, I have all these dreams and all these aspirations. But then you're like, I have to do so much paperwork. <laughs> and hustle so much, too. And hustle so much. But it and is and, and, what and, I oh. want. I don't want to be tied down to a company no more. Looking away. 
it really is like I, I we say uh, going back to like the 40 hour i say this all the time it's not a 40 hour work it's not just because like the 40 hour work week was introduced to just in the early 1900s and the, to the thanks to oh, yeah, who decided unions. that shit like <laughs> Um, but it's not a goddamn 40 hour work week because I leave my house at 7.30 every single morning to get to work for 9 a.m. And then I am not home until 7, 7.30 at night. So it's actually <sighs> between getting up, getting ready, commuting to work, and then taking my one hour unpaid lunch, which I really don't fucking need. <laughs> I hate that, that they forced the me. Eight to, hours. I hate that they forced me to take lunch. That's what I liked about the law firm. I wouldn't take lunch and then I would just... Psh- Get out early. My eight hours. I, yeah. I eat at my desk anyways. Half the time I'm working anyways. Like you got a sandwich in one hand. And... Be, yeah, I know I'm not supposed to be doing that. But when you have eighteen, I have <clears> I <throat> I send anywhere between fifty and a hundred emails a goddamn day, and I'm expected to be busy for eight hours fucking straight. And I'm Very like, easy. it's just not possible, honey. I only got three payments today. What do you want me to do? <laughs> look There's busy. Not much else. <laughs> look busy. Look bu- click things. <laughs> Click 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 click. <laughs> click 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 click. Everything is such like a mess. Everything's just such a mess right now. It's just so div, and it's just it's hard to not like feel constantly guilty about the shit that you're drew. Like the thing that I struggle with is I I struggle not to feel constantly guilty about like hey like something is going good for me or I have managed to something good and kind of like uplift myself or get ahead in some way and then i hear all these horrible stories about all these people that are just struggling like even worse than i am and i'm just like man fucking sucks you know it's just it's like it's like um like when you see a bunch of like crowdfunding things like all of trans crowdfunding things it's just other broke trans people donating money to each other and it's just like this fucking (laughs) cycle (laughs) It's a circle. It's a cir- <laughs> circle of life. <laughs> the circle of hard breaks. Mm. I know you look tired. You look pretty beat up. Oh, we just Me? hit. Yeah. We just hit an hour. We did just hit an hour. I'm getting shredded like cheese, though. <laughs> I know you are looking super buff. God damn. So when I we come visit like, you, so we're, we're get we have our passport appointments for the seventeenth Wednesday. Wednesday, so we will be we can flee the country. <laughs> Yay! Come for Halloween because then I won't be working and we can actually hang out. That's so funny. I am actually off the week, but Rue doesn't have that kind of PTO. <laughs> Uh, I'm, yeah. Watch me be like, I need to. No, I'm. It's when I start working remote, man. I'm oh yeah, there like, you go. I'm gonna be in Canada for a week, Lisa. Bye. <laughs> I'm gonna work from home, and by home, I mean Canada. Bye. <laughs> yeah, I'll be done my show call by sometime around October. I don't know. We'll see. Okay, so that's when that current show ends. Um, are there other ones, or is this gonna? Or is that gonna like be the the quiet? I'm the beginning of letting quiet myself season? take. I am letting myself take a minute because mm. I am. Uh, I already have enough days to complete my guild membership. Um, okay. In like two weeks, not even. Um, all I need is like one day on two separate shows, and I have completed my apprenticeship. So that's what's up. Um, awesome. I need to chill a little bit because I put in enough hours already to like start up a whole new ei claim 
And right, I you've basically done like six months. Like you've done basically like six months worth of work in like three or like whatever. How yeah, long? Yeah, it's getting long it close to three months. Yeah. So. It's it's been a lot, but it's also like made me better in a lot of regards. Like, I got back into driving um, because I have to be for my job, which Mm -hmm. is great because it was something that I had like been putting off. Um, I got what is it back into shape really well um, without like re injuring myself. So I'm proud of that. Awesome. I lost a bunch of weight, so a bunch of the clothes that I was not able to fit into, I can fit back into. Like a lot of a lot of nice things are happening, and I've like managed to save up money. Um, and I'm paying so much in taxes, I'll probably be able to pay back all that I owe on the serve money within like a year or two, not even. So wow, they're really still collecting on that. They're really still, we'll still coming after we'll you guys. I haven't got my I haven't got my taxes back mm. after I filed them, so there's probably taking a while to process it. So we'll see. I was reading a lot about that at the time. A lot of people were getting screwed with that that Serb money. They were getting like huge tax yeah. bills. <clears throat> yeah. It's like everyone wants all this money, and you're like, "Where are it coming from, though?" Bro, but where? <laughs> but where? Like, well, for for a lot of us, it's right out of the uh, out of our veins directly. Right. <laughs> Basically, like seriously, you can't get blood from a stone. I don't or know how much everything that comes in goes back out. What do you want from me? <laughs> I was so broke when I first started tea because basically, like, I was doing appraisal work for this guy, like real estate appraisal work, and I was just getting paid like you know, cash basically, just checks with no taxes taken out, and like I had no, but but work was also super slow at the time, and so. I had, like, no money. I was just living off of whatever little savings I had, and I was so broke that, like, I decided, I was like, this is it, I'm starting tea, like, this is, I've decided this is the time. So I signed up for a medical study. (laughs) So that way I could get money, so I could afford my first appointment and, and dose of tea. The medical study, it was like, the effects of testosterone on the brain, like, it basically took a bunch of trans guys, and they were, I had to get an MRI before I started T, and then, um, I had to come back, like, like after I was on T for, like, a month or two. Six or months. I think it was, like, three months. Yeah. And then they, I had to come they back. They did three months, and then they did six months. You got yeah. $100 each time. Yeah, I got $100 each time. Um, but yeah, that's, that's how I afforded that. So, like, you know, talk about, like... And I've also looked into like um, like selling plasma, you know, because like, a lot of places will like pay you money for plasma or blood or whatever. But mm-hmm. one time I tried to donate blood, like man, I almost passed out, and I was like, oh shit, I don't think I can keep doing this. <laughs> this is sustainable for me. Veins. His veins blow out. And- Are I you even able to as queers to donate blood? Uh, well, yeah. So I actually, yeah. Um, back the only time I ever donated blood was in college, so I wasn't, you know out as trans then but i was very out as like you know queer in general so they let me donate blood but yeah as far as i know if you are i think the only thing they're still iffy about is if you have if you have a tattoo like if you gotta have a tattoo for at least one year oh i thought it was six months it was a year now one year so yeah if if you've gotten a tattoo within the last year they won't take your blood for hiv Um, risk potentially maybe 
I can say, I can say they will ask you if you have slept with a man who has slept with a man within the past five years. And if you answer yes to that, they will not take your blood. Really? <laughs> Personal experience. <laughs> Interest. Yes. <laughs> is that still the um, case? Yes, it is. <laughs> It is on the survey. If you go, like, if you go to the blood bank to donate, mm -hmm. you have to fill out a survey. And on that survey, um, it will say, "Have you slept with men? Like, are have you slept with a man? Like, if you are male, have you slept with a male? And if you are female, have you slept with a male who has slept with? <laughs> there is no like non-binary option because obviously whisper you know. down the lane of your sexual experiences <laughs> it's like do you want my blood like or nah <laughs> i'm o positive you know you want that shit it's the best blood type to have <laughs> but it's okay because i the only the only person i've had sex with in the past five years is you honey so we're oh, fine <laughs> well isn't that nice wonderful blood must be not gay my, <laughs> blood my... must be not gay <laughs> We're gonna have uh, some not gay blood here. Uh, thank you. Oh, I made my dad so uncomfortable when he was here. I forget what the fuck we were talking about. Lincoln. We got on the subject of Abraham Lincoln. Don't know how that and came up. Big old fatty fat. <laughs> right. And um, I said to he my dad, "Wood." <laughs> I said to my dad, "I was like, did you know that that uh, Lincoln was? I guess for all intents and purposes, he was bisexual." Um, I was like, he had a lot of intimate relationships with, with men, you know, before he was married, and it's documented, you know, they found evidence of this, and he was like, oh, that's, that's, uh, interesting. And I'm like, <laughs> like, you can't even just be like, like, that's cool, you know? <laughs> oh, he's so annoying. He's in Florida now. Also, King James, who wrote the goddamn, well, he didn't write, but composed, compiled, the version of the Bible that we are King most James familiar Bible. with. Yeah, apparently he was a big old gay too. Credit but... to Book of Queer on Hulu. <laughs> yes, very cool show. I really recommend everyone to. Oh no, it's on Discovery. <laughs> is it? Yes. Oh yes, Discovery. it is. It is on Discovery Plus. So if you have Discovery Plus that app, um, check out the Book, Book of, of Queer. queer. Mwah. History as retold in the queer context. History with the queer history that they took from us. Check that out. Um, Jonah where... Ark was burned at the stake for wearing pants! Yes, she was. That's my girl. <laughs> I'm surprised with your, like, confirmation and stuff. You didn't, like, go more towards... I thought about it. Yeah. It was just, I had I had one of those little, little, the little pamphlet books, mm. and I was flipping through that, and it had a page dedicated to Dymphna. And mm -hmm. as I said, her feast day was my birthday. So oh, I was so like, like, that right. sounds great. <laughs> Let's pick that one. Let's pick that one. I like to be unique. I was 10 at that time. I was already like a flaming homosexual. <laughs> and I was like, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Love it. Dymphna. Um, <laughs> Um, but we're like at an hour and ten, so um curious if we wanted to kind of wrap things up here. We had a cool talk. I'm hoping, I kind of want to get back into maybe like doing topics. I think that'll be nice, especially when we're doing a live stream format. Um, It'll probably feel less random. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And better for the listeners, too. Um, better for us, too, because we can kind of like keep the conversation guided. 
But the good thing is, is that I have caught up with everything. So now everything is just going to be current with the podcast, you know, if you, as current as I can keep it. So mm-hmm. everything is posted. We're up to episode 85. This is episode 86. Everything's current. Thank God. Um, we're caught up and no need to worry about that anymore. And then hopefully now with the podcast current, I can start to really focus on some other areas of the podcast that I really want to start to bring up. Like I want to like really build the community and make it more chatty. So those are my goals there. But, um, any concluding thoughts for today's recording session? Mm, Don't fart in an enclosed space, brush your teeth, um, live a good life. Be gay, do crime. Um, yes, that one especially. Praise thunderstorms. <laughs> I like that. Hail Satan. Hail Satan. Six six six. Get that as my lessons, please. <laughs> Watch me. Um. So with that, I think we're gonna sign off, and um, we will see everyone next Sunday in between the hours of. 1 and 2 p.m. <laughs> somewhere around there. Somewhere know? around there. Between 1 and 3 o'clock, you will see our faces on the internet. Um, We're busy people. Sometimes our schedules need time one way or the other. Yeah, it's just the time-space continuum does not allow us the ability to do everything that we must do. So, um, but here we are. So we will see you all next week. Brian. Thank you, everyone, for stopping by. And uh, we'll see you next one. Bye! Bye. Oh.